body will put on a spiritual body. We will be given spiritual bodies from heaven when we are translated from this life into the glory of God. There is no other way that we would be able to endure the presence of the God of all creation in these bodies that we have now. This corrupt mortal flesh cannot endure the glory and the power and the presence of the incorruptible, eternal, everlasting Creator God of all things. Therefore, God is gracious and merciful and so kind to give us a new body. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. And yet, there is also a shedding away of these bodies and a receiving of a new body. And it is also to endure the presence, or more, more specifically, the wrath of the Almighty Eternal Creator God. And that new body is given as a prison. For the soul that chose not to repent. Either way, whether it's with the Lord in His love, or it's under the wrath and the punishment of God's righteous judgment and His loving destruction of sin. Because sin was the only thing that kept you from Him. Therefore, God who is love, righteously dealt accordingly with the sin, with the very thing that was keeping His creation from Him. Therefore, once we uh, pass from this life to the next, as a sinner, as one who did not repent, as one who chose to reject the sacrifice of Jesus, who 
who uh, marked the blood of Jesus, you too will also be given a spiritual body, but it will be a prison. It will be so far superior to the body that you have now in the reality that it will never die. And yet, this new body will be given and it will be eternal, everlasting. The pain that you will experience in the new body that will be given as judgment will so far exceed the pain that you've ever experienced here on earth. It will be as though it was the pain that you experienced here on earth times a thousand lifetimes over again, all in one moment. A sin is an eternal crime, therefore must be dealt with with an eternal punishment. It's not worth holding on to. It's not worth enduring the punishment of hell and the torments of hell. Much of the same sinful passions and desires that you have here on earth, you will experience there in hell. The only difference will be that the burning desire to satisfy the longing craving of a sinful activity will never for all eternity ever be satisfied or quenched. In hell, you will forever, always, always be lusting for sex, for the very thing that you crave. But the thing that you would receive is the torment, the opposite, the, the torture of not only not satisfying that craving, but being punished for that craving. Your insatiable desire to get your fix on whatever it is you're addicted to will be met with a torturous punishment for having the addiction. And not only will you have the torment and the torture in exchange for the longing to satisfy the sinful craving, the craving itself will burn away at your soul for all eternity, knowing that it will never be satisfied ever again. You will wish that you were back here on earth, cursing God and living for yourself. Therefore, that is the very reason why people are in hell. Those who reject the message that I preach now, those who do not believe that it is real or necessary, are the very ones that will experience the torments that I describe even now. 
But those who have a an acknowledgement of the conscience that God has given them. There is hope in the blood of Jesus. There is hope and escape from the torments of hell so that you can come into the loving arms of your Creator who longs to love you, who longs to have you. Hallelujah. Because to Him, hell is a manifestation of the regret, of the torment that God Himself experiences because of the separation that you would have from Him. Though He cannot be under the punishment that is being manifest in hell because He is altogether perfect and without sin and blameless. The pain of His heart produced the torments of hell because He knew that sin was keeping you, keeping me from Him. Therefore, judgment against that sin was executed perfectly, righteously, and lovingly for all eternity. Because God is a good God. Hallelujah. Much of people who do not believe in the torments of hell, I would pray now that the Holy Spirit would convict them of their sin Show them the weight of their sin. The weight of their sin would so crush them that they would see that Jesus is the only way. And yet there's an explanation for those who would laugh at the idea of hell. And I'm here to tell you to break that pride the only reason why you would mock hell is because you and your mind is the limit to the imagination of what you could conjure in your thoughts of what the torments of hell would be like. In other words, if you were to inflict pain on yourself, you would understand and know and be aware of the limitations that you could withhold or push forward at the level of pain that you'd be inflicting on yourself. Therefore, you are in control of how much pain you would be experiencing. And torture at that moment is not fathomable because you know you are in control. And yet, when the knife is not in your hand, when you are not the one in control, when the torture comes upon you, not of yourself, but from an outside source 
the terrors of that torture begin to set in. And the reality of the pain you are about to endure overwhelms your soul. It it is much the same way with the idea of hell. If you are proud and you begin to meditate or imagine uh, what hell would be like, there is no possible way that your limited mind could conjure and emulate or recreate the torments of hell. Therefore, it could not be as terrifying to you as it is to someone who is in hell now. But the message of the cross will withdraw you to Jesus for forgiveness of sin and removal of guilt. If you are numb to hell, to the idea of hell, I'm here to tell you that Jesus Christ died on that cross to forgive you of every wrong thing that you've ever committed. Jesus talked more about hell than he did about heaven. And he was warning the people that he came to preach to of the consequences of sin and religion. But what he wants more is for you to know his love to know His forgiveness, to receive His mercy. He does not desire that any should perish, but that all might receive everlasting life. If you desire eternal life, if there is a desire, if you cannot conceive the idea of hell, that's okay. You will get there whether you like it or not, if you reject the sacrifice of Jesus. But I'm not asking you to believe that hell exists at this moment. I'm asking you, and I'm telling you, that Jesus is the only way to receive eternal life. Because eternal life is in fact found in the Father of lights, your Creator, your Master, your Lord. The everlasting one. In order to receive everlasting life, you are those who desire to live eternal. You are a spiritual person or claim to be a spiritual person. You interact if you've been given false promises of a hope after death outside of the sacrifice of the unblemished Lamb of God and His blood. Jesus is the only way to eternal life. You will be given that incorruptible body 
you will be in the presence and the joy of the Almighty Creator God forever and ever. If you choose to repent tonight and give your life to Jesus and receive His forgiveness, humble yourself and walk into the mercies of the everlasting God who created you and who loved you. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.